Welcome to the very first episode of the Cream City Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Jim. Now let's get creative. So today my guest is Mike Esser, lead singer of Milwaukee-based band Bad Ear. Mike has been involved in the Milwaukee music scene for nearly 20 years and has been through the, all the ups and downs of being a local musician. Definitely the downs. Mostly the downs. Mostly uh, the downs. Always great to start off the interview with a uh, with a nice downer on that one. Yep, positive note. <laughs> Alright, we're out. How are you doing? Good, Jim. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks for inviting me into your house. Yes. Your, your humble abode, your, your, your living room. Yes, for those of you who can't see, it's humble. And you can't see because it's an um, audio thing. It's still recording. So okay. it's good, I hope. <laughs> so, let's start off here nice and simple. Uh, how did it all start for you? Like in, like in 96? Like, if like it, uh, um, man, the first, okay, so it all started for me back when Milwaukee was cool, like in 1998. <laughs> I think, uh, I think I, it was my first year of high school, and I got to see my first Real Punk show, which was Dropkick Murphys opening up for Agnostic Front at the Rave Bar. Um, uh, one of those bands went on to have some great success. Um, and Agnostic Front just kind of disappeared over the last 10 years. Yeah, but I think they're actually making a comeback. Oh. I don't know. They just, I saw something and they were like releasing something. Okay. But you know, those that was that, that was the, the genesis or, um, yeah, the beginning where I was like, I felt energy and I was like, I have to be in a band. Wow. So, Dropkick Murphys, I've seen them obviously 50 times. Uh, I know you have as well. Yeah. Uh, they always put on a ridiculous show. Crazy show. Crazy show. So, I guess when you saw them live, did you think, like, that's what I want to do? Uh, how can I, how can I learn guitar? Did you, did you already know how to play guitar at that point? I don't, um... I knew how to play drums at that point. So I started with drums. Um, actually, I started with tenor sax, you know, in uh, middle school and grew up. And I knew drums at, um, I wanted to, um, you know, back up a little bit. I was inspired <laughs> by Dave Grohl uh, to play drums but never thought about playing in a live band uh, for some reason because all the videos of Nirvana, you know, Kurt Cobain was dead and um, they weren't playing, but all the videos, you know, um, I was like, I just wanted to play drums because Dave Grohl looked really cool and he hit shit really hard in it. So I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. And then um, and then I never thought about playing live until um, I saw Dropkick Murphys and guitar just came... You know, um, I wouldn't say naturally because it wasn't natural. I'm left-handed. I play guitar right-handed. And um, it's because I thought also during those, you know, Nirvana uh, <laughs> Nirvana videos, left-handed guitar players look stupid. Um, so anyways, uh, it took a little bit longer to make it feel comfortable for me. Um, but I guess when I saw Dropkick Murphys, I was like, that's where I need to, you know, be on stage and you know entertain the masses so this so they say so i i mean i've known you for quite a long time i never right i've never knew you were left-handed you never knew i was left-handed i never knew i had i actually i hide it very well you i do. hide it very well you do so like do you write left-handed I, I write left-handed um i play golf right-handed now 
I throw a frisbee right-handed. <laughs> um, I bat right-handed. Um, but like you know, yeah, yeah. I write left-handed. That's crazy. I got. I, got I, I, I got reinvented the wheel. <laughs> like the original trendsetter. Yeah, the original trendsetter. <laughs> I got a friend who writes left-handed, and his his letters are all weird as well too. Like he writes them yeah. backwards. I can't figure that out. See, that's now ridiculous. that's yeah, no. I ain't like that. My letters just look, they look terrible. Like a two-year-old. But they're not, they're not like upside down, you know, they're just straight. Yeah. They just be like, this guy's got issues, but not like upside down. You know, I'm in my right mind, you know. (laughs) I'm right-handed and I still can't write very well. (laughs) That happens. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, now that we got your left-handedness out of the way, (laughs) Ned Flanders, um, let's talk about where where you are now. How did you get to the band Bad Ear? So, um, so I'm in a, I'm in a band, Bad Year, with, uh, Joey and Sean. Um, Sean was originally from California. Um, he moved here, Milwaukee. I've known Sean for 20 years. Um, I've actually known Sean for 20 years. I've known Joey for about 15 years. We've, um, we were like on separate friend lengths, you know, friend zones, you know, like where their paths never crossed, but I knew them, uh, individually. And uh, I played music with both of them. Um, and so when we were, uh, I had taken like six years off from music um, prior to thinking about Bad Year. Joey, I hadn't talked to Joey in um, maybe like six, maybe seven years. Um, and that was, you know, before I took the hiatus and stuff. And he reached out to me one day uh, just to see how I was doing. And I said, you know, I'm doing good. How are you doing? You know? And he's like, cool. He's like, uh, he was actually living in Indianapolis at the time. So then he, he, uh, you know, it was just a casual conversation. Then he called me up. He's like, hey, I'm going to be in town one day. You want to grab dinner? So we grabbed dinner. And then we started talking about, like, our, where we are right now in music. And we're like, well, I have these ideas. Like, I feel like I still need an outlet for the creativeness. And he's like, yeah, me too. And he wasn't playing in a band at a time. I think he had only not been playing for like a couple years, but I, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so then I was like, dude, let's, let's just shoot some ideas to one another. Let's, let's see what happens. And, um, and basically that was like December of 2018. And then, you know, by June, 2019, he was back in Milwaukee and we were in in bad year. Okay. Yeah. So, I guess, did you guys ever try to, like, do um, music through the internet together? Yeah, I mean, that's how... Uh, so, I would send him stuff. Uh, he would send me ideas. Um, and we'd just send it back and forth. Like, he would send me lyrics. Um, Joey's a really great lyricist um, as far as putting words on paper. And then, um, you know he sent me words and I would be like, yo, what if, what if it went to a, a rhythm like this? And then he's like, yeah. And then, you know, and then, um, actually like the opposite of that <laughs> happened with, with handshakes. He had that, that opening guitar riff. And I said, well, what if we, um, what if we did like the chorus? What if I, and I just belted out the words, you know, I was feeling like shake my hand and say goodbye, you know? And, yeah. um, and then, so then I wrote all the, the lyrics to that song and sent it his way. And then he's like, yeah, 
So, it, that was really, that's, uh, you know, so we were sending stuff back and forth before we even, um, and we were technically at that time rehearsing because we played our first show last year. Um, like he moved back June 1st and we played our first show, I think like June 27th or something oh, wow. like that. Wow, so that's, that's a lot going on to move it back was, to a state. And yeah, we songs. were, well, we knew, we knew that, you know, we, this is something we want to do. So yeah, um, that's, that's basically what we did. And then Sean, Sean just slid right into the yeah. DMs. He's like, I hear you're playing music again. So, you know? <laughs> so did, did Sean actually move to Wisconsin from California just for this? No, no. Sean, Sean had been living here for, for a little bit. Sean's, Sean's an amazing man. He's father, uh, father of like, I think like. 17 kids now or something oh my god no it's four it's four <laughs> way to go sean kemp <laughs> yeah i know right can't um, ask your parent to sean kemp it's, it's a whole thing <laughs> yeah it's a thing um no he's got four kids but he's a great dad um yeah so he's living here with his his wife um and so he you know it was an easy it was an easy fit it was an easy fit yeah, yeah. so with that knowledge that Sean has several kids uh, and a wife um, is is there any concern going in the future does Sean say hey I have a family here I'm not going on tours or is this you guys are all in on it there's reasonable expectations and there's unreasonable expectations um, we do feel like with this band bad year there is um, potential to uh, see more than we have in the past. Uh, with that being said, uh, um, the opportunity, you know, the opportunities that we've come across so far have made it possible. And he has a wonderful wife and a, you know, wonderful kids. And the kids aren't there aren't two and a half years old now. Right. Uh, they're older, so, so I mean, they get it. Right. They. They get it and they understand. Yeah. Um, they don't know what MTV is, believe it or not. Oh, God. That's that's from a different, you know, that's a different era. That's, that's but, me and you age. But um, like we were, we were, yeah. <laughs> I want to be on MTV. <laughs> um, but you know, now nowadays you don't want to be on MTV. Yeah. What is MTV? I don't, that's a great question. They they don't uh, have music anymore. It's no, a, they don't. I'm trying to think of another a acronym. For music <laughs> instead of music, the like, M. M, the M. What other the M? Yeah, uh, modern TV. There you go. Uh, it's, modern. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, with with Sean, like you know, I'll be honest. You know, Joey's Joey's in school right now. He's going for some stuff. Right. Um. So, like, our expectations are absolutely reasonable, but. Our expectations are if the, the right opportunity, you know, arises. We, uh, but, you know, we're, it's definitely, you know, you know, it's, it's in our blood. Yeah. You know, we've obviously are still doing this 20 years later for a reason because I don't know, you know, how many, I mean, how many times can you beat a dead horse? <laughs> right. Yeah. Obviously not enough. <laughs> like... It's, so, I'll tell you how many times until they stop coming back with dead horses. Right, exactly. That's I mean that's the only way to do it. So, so un until that day, yeah, you know, uh, you know things are you know things are different now. Blaine, you know, 
instead of like you know going out and partying and stuff it's like yeah get me to my hotel room i need that bed right now being home by 11 o'clock now <laughs> yeah <laughs> gotta gotta dye these gray hairs i can't i can't even i can't even uh what, what else was there i can't even i don't even know I don't even. Uh, I can't even un- <laughs> unload the equipment. Like, you know, they put me in the corner. Mike's got a bad that's, back. That's why. That's why Sean has four kids. Yeah, exactly. Bring, and that's why Sean does. Sean does all the lifting. That's why. Oh, that's why I'm not a band anymore. Because I got my one kid. Got one arm. It's good. One arm's good. Might as well just leave it yeah, that way. Right? Just leave it that way. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, so going back to the whole band the bad way of doing things here it sounds like you guys are a very big democracy uh when it comes Huge. to when it comes to like yeah. uh, different states you guys are sending stuff back and forth would would bad your work if it was one person alone no it wouldn't absolutely not absolutely. what's your what's your band process like typically who does somebody does somebody write the, the music does somebody write the lyrics does somebody write the hook is it a, is it a all team type thing um you know, usually it's, it's uh, you know, we're all songwriters, each one of us. Um, and we all, we all have a Dropbox, you know, that we put our <laughs> ideas in. And we record it and put them in. And uh, so everyone comes to the table with something. And then we all decide, kind of like, you know, obviously I'm paraphrasing. It's, you know, like. Right. Um, but, you know, um we all come together, you know, like, hey, I like that idea. So we either, you know, work on that idea. But it, it all comes from different angles. You know, Joey plays guitar and, and is a great lyricist. Um, turns out Sean's like a, a good a good guitar player. I know that's weird. But um, so he, he writes stuff all day. And, you know, he's actually going to have a song that, you know, all his, you know. <laughs> Who's the best guitar player in the band? Is it the actual guitar player? Is it the drummer or is it the bassist? I'm gonna... <laughs> the best musician in the band oh. is Joey. Okay. You know, Joey Joey like Joey'll like um Joey'll throw stuff at you like like some crazy like music theory. Like you can't do this because of this. And I'm like, that. And the rest of the band what? tunes out. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't look. It goes here. G <laughs> to F sharp. What do you want from me? <laughs> exactly. So that's, you know, Joey. Joey's the best musician. Like he's he's you know he'll, you know he he can fit. He sees how things fit like on a, on a like a, a statistic level. Not a statistic <laughs> level. Uh, he sees like, like a, a math problem. Yeah, he uses math and stuff to make it work. Um, that's probably and, not a good thing. People and, say Weezer sees it like a math problem, and I hate Weezer. Yeah. <laughs> Weezer's a tremendous band. Yeah. They're the worst. <laughs> and then uh, Sean, uh, Sean, Sean and I both uh, are really good at, like, arranging and, like, um, you know, we're all, you know, we all bring a different element, and, um, but we also all have those other elements, you know, like, little elements here that we can pick off of. So it works. It works. You know, it's well-rounded. It's well-rounded. Yeah. And I've been, I just want to say I've been in other bands um, that were not a democracy and I was done with that. Completely done with that. Good to know. Yeah. 
Because I think I've been in a few bands where it's been like that, and it didn't last very long. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, um, fuck that. Yeah. So let's let's go back to your your six year hiatus when you when you weren't playing music. Did you think we were gonna play music again? Did you still have that creative feeling? Yeah, I had that creative feeling. Um, it was a, I was in a life transition. Um, so like I was looking for, um, I had to do, I, I would say that I wasn't, I was still writing and formulating like in my head, I guess you could say like the itch never goes away. The itch never went away. Um, and I was lucky enough to have, I guess like another life altering moment like change like my outlook you know joey called me yeah and, like he's like do you have you want to do this and like yeah which so, kind of like fate it was like fate yeah. yeah i was like yeah so like you know we started from scratch we had no equipment we had you know we had to do the build it all back up again you know um, during that that six years when you when you weren't playing, what was your biggest uh, not concern, but what was your biggest what was your biggest holdback of, of getting back out and playing, and, and how did you how did you get past that? I think the biggest holdback was um, was in a toxic relationship, so there was no time for that. But that's that's a sad ex- that's a sad excuse. Um, so I just you know. What was the question? <laughs> how do you? The question was how? How? How did? How did I? Uh, maybe maybe phrase it wrong. What was? What was your biggest obstacle to getting back into writing and playing music? And how did you get over that? Uh, I think the worst was worrying about like, was it? You know, is this my time to do it? Like, and like right from the start, going back to the creative process. It's weird, like, my brain right away, like, thought, um, you know, more about, like, I want people to hear, you know, what I have to offer. Not, like, I didn't, I wasn't writing for myself, I was, like, writing for other people to hear. And that's, that's one of the big things why we, um, you know, Joy has been through shit, I've been through shit, Sean's been through shit, so we all write and, like the big idea behind bad year is like, this isn't our band. This is everyone's band. And we want everyone to get something out of it. So that's, I mean, that's really what it comes down to is, um, am I still able to do this? You know, am I too old for this? Um, I'm still on the fence if I'm too old for this, <laughs> but it, I'm starting to realize that, you know, no, not too old for it. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Never too old for it. Never too old. Um, they keep bringing the dead horse yeah, back. They keep on bringing <laughs> that dead horse back. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty uh, great. What, uh, after, after all this time of 20 plus years being music, do you still feel like you fear rejection from anybody who listens to your songs? I would say actually say I fear less rejection, um, or less fear of rejection, um, because a lot has changed. I think um, there's a huge 
optimistic outlook. Unfortunately, I mean, due to, you know, it's a crazy year that we're going through right now, but there's an optimistic outlook that, you know, you have to have bright days, you know, to counteract all the bad days. Yeah. And so, um, that's all we're doing is, what was the question again? <laughs> do, you, um, do you fear being rejected still? I mean, no. Um, because we're, I, I think we're all in a mindset as bad year and as me, um, you know, we're happy where we are in our lives. So if we get rejected, that's not for them. That's on them. That's not on us. You yeah. know, and not, it's obviously it's not going to be what everyone likes. We've gotten hard criticism already. Um, and, but we've also had seen the opposite end of that. So, yeah. Yeah, I think for a lot of uh, creatives, they get so wrapped up in, you know, what if they don't like my stuff? What if, what if, what if somebody hates it? Who cares? Do what you do, and as long as you're happy, somebody's going to do that. Somebody's, yeah, somebody's going to be into it. Um, I think the main, you know, I think it, you know, I've been a huge proponent of mental health lately, and I think um, one of the things is, you know, be happy with who you are. Now, it's hard to take criticism yes but that person who's criticizing you obviously have isn't happy with themselves you know what i mean you know um be happy with what you're doing if it makes you happy you should do it and you know that's why i still write that's why joey sean and i are fit hand in hand together um, even though you're not supposed to touch. Um, <laughs> Who knows, maybe by the time this comes out, you can. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. I think I think life is canceled right I, now. I think so, too. Like, I don't think, like, <laughs> like all these cases are popping up everywhere, dude. It's so yeah. crazy. We're in for another one, I think. Yes. Um, but... Um, no, be ever... Live concerts again for... Or, oh, for I know. Summer, Summerfest will never happen again, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Not a big fan of Summerfest right now. Yeah. Um, but that actually brings me into um, a good segue for one of the questions I want to ask. Um, your band recorded the Handshakes EP, obviously, uh, earlier this year. You released it early April, I believe, on 414 Day in Milwaukee. 414 Day, Day in Milwaukee, yeah. 414? You guys did so much work for that, and it sounded awesome. And you guys are getting ready to release it out to everybody and play this big show at the Miramar Theater. And shit gets shut down. It got shut down hard. How did that make you feel? Like, what was your mindset going? It was so deflating. Like, um, so like, let's rewind a little bit. Yeah. Uh, March. So everything, everything for our year had been planned out basically. Um, and we're only in March, you know, we were like, so when we, when we wrote the EP handshakes and we, you know, we had, you know, this plan and we were going to do this, this, and this, um, none of that is happening like of the 196 things we had planned i think that we got the release date right that's you know? pretty much about it yeah <laughs> you know so uh so that was like it was very deflating and it all like happened we were playing a show uh on a sunday night and um we were like this was when stuff was like you know building up you know like People are like, well, you shouldn't do this and this. And then they're like, all of a sudden, like, New York City is shut down. 
And we were playing a show from with a band from who's on the road from New York, and they were like, "Yeah, our show last night went on, but it was a little weird." And they were like, "Okay, well, should we do the show tonight?" And like, we called the venue, and they're like, "Yeah, fuck it, come on, we'll play." <laughs> you know, that's Milwaukee, right? Yeah. Um, so we were like, and you know, we hadn't known a lot, you know, and so we were like, we did that, and then we grabbed all our equipment, got to the venue, and then our re- uh, our rehearsal, the owner of our rehearsal space was actually like, practice space is closed, no one's allowed oh. in it, and then the next day it was like, Milwaukee's closed, <laughs> and then we were like, what just happened? And so we couldn't even get our equipment back into the the space. So that was like at least we at least we had it. But yeah. um and we so you just guys still work at least. We could still work. Yeah. And then uh what's actually funny is just yesterday we were able to uh put the equipment back into the space. Oh, crazy. And- you know what's super funny? This is actually funny, and you can leave this on the record. Okay. Uh, I don't even care. <laughs> but uh, one, okay, of the guys, do one of the guys from Size Fives was uh, loading in equipment on that last day that we were as we were loading out equipment. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, man, we you know we played our show last night, and we we're getting rid, you know just putting this stuff back in." He's like, "Man, we were talking about how crazy this is." And we hadn't seen him in two months, and it was so funny. He was there practicing the day that we were bringing our equipment back for the first time. And it was all, like, there at the same time. It was really fun. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. So anybody who's been going through this right now, starting a business, or, or whatever the case may be, during COVID-19, some of them stopped. They just stopped doing anything. You guys did not. You're releasing a new single that should have hit at the time of this recording. Um, you know, two days ago, we'll say. Um, right. What was the importance to just keep moving and not quitting during this time? I think that uh, don't don't quit. Like, don't let the don't let COVID nineteen win. You know, like <laughs> if I think they that win, was our, we all lose. <laughs> I think that was our our mentality. You know, we really, um, you know, we all collectively. Um, you know, just love this band so much and we just wanted to, we weren't going to let it ruin our, make a bad year for us. Um, bad name. <laughs> yeah, I know, bad name. So, so we were just like, let's keep, you know, let's keep trudging. Let's, let's find a, another way to make, you know, do bad year this year. Yeah. You know, if we can't play shows, let's release music. Got nothing but time. Why sit on our ass? So that's what we're doing. Love it. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm... Now instead of like shows and like, oh, let's go to this festival and blah, blah, blah and stuff and, you know, all our secret plans that will never be revealed, <laughs> you know, like uh, now it's, we got all these recording dates, which is, is really exciting yeah. too. So it's like, just, just be an internet band and tour the internet. It's like I do now. <laughs> yeah. So next year, if they bring back shows, you know. We'll have to do like segmented, you know, we're going to do like the Handshakes EP tour, like, That's and awesome. then like in the middle of the year, we'll do like the Blackout EP tour. And then at the end of the year, I can't tell you what's happening, but we'll do See that it. tour. <laughs> um, it, anybody wants to reach you, find you online, where can they find you? 
Um, there's a there's a gay porn producer named Michael Esser, and he's like pretty well known. So if you Google Michael Esser, it's everybody like, Google Michael Esser. Not it's not me. It's not, not at your work computer. I wish <laughs> I wish I had that talent. I do not have that talent to be a gay porn producer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I am <laughs> getting off the rails. Yeah. So I'm I am just beat the dead horse. Just, again, they brought the dead horse back. <laughs> this is not good. Things are getting crazy. Um, uh, what was the question? Uh, <laughs> where, where can people find you not on the gay porn site? <laughs> so, so to listen to uh, Bad Year, you can um, find, I mean, Facebook is great, even though they say it's a dying thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's going to be Facebook.com, Bad Year, MKE. Uh, Instagram is uh, one of our favorites for some reason. Um because it's picture stories. Uh, sorry. And that's bad.year. Um, and then, you know, all, each one of those has all our links to all our other stuff. Twitter, Bad Year Music. Um, you know, we love, you know, follow us on Spotify. So every time, uh, Spotify or Apple Music, every time a new um, song or we have a release, you can stream it, stream it there. Um, and that's really it. Yeah. 